You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Being Human After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Being Human After Show. Yeehaw! Hey everyone, Bing is for doing, and here we are doing another After Buzz TV after show for our favorite show, Being Human, and it is season three, episode four. I'm so lonely I could die. It's so sad. <laughs> I'm your host, Sean Overman. Sean O, if you'd like. And I'm joined here by my lovely co-host, Katarina Lee Waters. Thank you for being here, Katarina, and joining me. Wonderful to be here. Yes. And we're going to be uh, buzzing about being human. Uh, mm-hmm. We so, so love this show. Um, but uh, to be honest, I was a little bit disappointed with this episode again. No! Yeah! Sure. Yeah, I know. Well, how, okay, well, let's. Uh, how, how did you feel about it? Well, I can never be dis- disappointed because they can do no wrong, but... Um I could see that maybe it's a little slower than other episodes. That's right. I definitely felt it was slower paced mm-hmm. than the previous episodes and, you know, compared to even the previous seasons. Mm-hmm. But uh, let's go ahead and talk about our what we got lined up. Yes, let's. And, and uh, we have uh, Aiden finds clean blood. Uh, Nora's family is dysfunctional. Sally tries to get an ID. And uh, we'll talk about news and gossip and our predictions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's jump right into it. Um, so Aiden finds some clean blood like right at the end of the episode pretty much and I, I think that was that was the saving grace for the episode it's like oh there's an out for him he's not going to keep rolling the dice every time like he keeps saying yes that's true but he was rolling the dice deliberately he was and, you, and off air you mentioned something about Aiden you said that he felt like how did he feel you felt you, you said, like, you felt like he was going to kill himself, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, Sally seemed to think that he was going to kill himself. I personally was a little confused at the time because Josh had gone on through that screening process for him. And when him and Sally went to that bar, I thought that perhaps he'd sought that person out specifically because he hadn't had the sickness and then he drank from him, you know, for that. But then Sally seemed to think that that was a deliberate going for someone who didn't have clean blood in order to kill himself because he was he felt so lonesome he could die (laughs) see that's a good point that you bring up actually so there's been so many ellipses i feel Mm -hmm. with this whole season that like we jump from like like three you know three weeks between episodes you know we 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 don't know how much time has elapsed Mm -hmm. because henry's dead we don't, yes, we yes. don't see him around anymore. We don't see him die, and we don't see him. It's just mentioned at the beginning that he's dead, and Aiden throws a party to get over it, I suppose. I guess so, and we don't know how many of these parties Aiden's been doing, no. but pr- probably the first. Yeah, but I thought initially that it was Erin who'd thrown the party, since she's the troubled teenager, and that's something that a troubled teenager would do. 
So right. I thought that they'd mentioned at the beginning that it was her idea and then Aiden was okay with it, but I guess maybe it was Aiden who wanted the party to try and, you know, get over his pain. So that, That's actually really funny you mentioned that. I thought it was Aaron also. Mm-hmm. I remember what, right when I saw the clock, three o'clock in the morning, you mm-hmm. know, for, and Josh... And uh, he wakes up like very suddenly with Nora. Mm-hmm. They go downstairs, and I'm like, "Oh, did yeah? Did Aaron call these people? I thought it was just Aaron playing like loud music, yeah. but it ended up being a whole huge college frat party. Yep, a co-ed frat. Yeah, and where did all those people come from? They don't know that many people. Exactly. And Aiden, you know, being the good-looking, <laughs> compelling vampire that he is, I'm yes. sure he he must have maybe compelled them a little bit to come. Must have. I would have been compelled to come for sure. Right. But, um, oh, go ahead. Yes, and my, my favorite thing about the whole episode, I think, was Aiden dancing. Oh, yeah, that but was... Once, betwi- once at the party, that was hilarious, and then once in the little bar, and he was actually an excellent dancer. I was quite impressed. That's right. He did a good job in both places mm-hmm. with, with two different types of music, yes. you know, like contemporary hip-hop dance music, mm-hmm. and then we have him dancing like, what was that, like 60s or 30s? Yeah, like a swing kind of, yeah. That's right. And uh, it, it's... Both times he, he was dancing with Sally. Yes. And it's it seems like there's something going on with them, right? It does seem like there's something going on. It's uh, this episode and then the last one, too, is they held hands for a minute. It's the second time they've held hands. And I always felt like there was a bit of chemistry between them. They always seemed like the closest sort of, you know, confidants in each other. And But they were never able to touch each other. Now they can touch each other. Maybe, you know, something can happen. So That's right. Um, actually... Um, I really felt like, I felt like after that whole scene, which which was a very powerful scene, mm-hmm. where uh, Sally's on top of Aiden, mm-hmm. holding the stake in her hands, and yeah. she, and I felt like after that they could have gone to making out mm-hmm. or maybe even done something a little bit more intimate. Mm-hmm. What do you think it could have gone that way? Maybe. Yeah, perhaps. But I like that they're teasing it longer. That yeah. they're making people feel like chemistry before it just goes into the obvious, like, you know. I like it when they draw these storylines out like that. When there's just, you can you can sense it, but you don't know if, whether, and when. Agreed. Um, I feel like, uh, getting back to the whole Aiden's clean blood mm-hmm. search. So yes. he, he finds, oh, so he's, he's rolling the dice, mm-hmm. right? And he, he he does have, like, kind of a death wish. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the episode, he has an out now. Yes. Where he sees this kid who his, like, nurse supervisor tells mm-hmm. him um, has bubble boy syndrome. So this kid is germ-free. Mm-hmm. He's been locked up in this sterile room all of his life. And he can never be allowed outside. Yes. So perfect for Aiden. It is, but if Aiden, I mean, doesn't Aiden carry around germs? I mean, if he comes in and touches the boy, won't he bring germs to him and make him sick? Now, how is he going to hide that if he's so closely supervised in a glass box? Exactly. See, you bring up a really good point, but I feel like, okay, it's a night shift. Mm -hmm. There's not going to be as many people around. Mm -hmm. Mm, I feel like he, there, okay, there has to be, it didn't look like this in the episode, but there has to be some kind of airlock room where it's like in between the outside, which is the germ zone, Mm -hmm. and the inside, which is sterile. Mm Mm-hmm. So there has to be some kind of, like, room in there where someone can go in and then, like, you get sterilized in there. Right. Like, when you're wearing, like, I don't know, some kind of hazmat mm-hmm. suit or something. Or even just going in there and you get sterilized, whatever. Right. And then you can contact the kid when you open another secondary door to get into the, where the kid is. You're very clever. I forgot how clever you are. <laughs> it could be like <laughs> that. That must be it. 
But I feel like it, it doesn't look like it's going to be that way. I feel like it's going to be too simple. Um, they have been brushing a lot of stuff under the rug mm. and doing too many ellipses. Right. What if it goes to the point where they don't even see how... It doesn't show or illustrate how Aiden is getting the blood, mm. and he's just getting it from the kid. Yeah, because the other thing that I've noticed is that since Aiden came up from, from underground, he kind of had a lot of blood to drink, because that's the whole problem. There is no whatever, but he's not weaker or hungrier or, you know, it doesn't seem like he's really suffering any consequences from not being able to feed like he normally would. Yeah, um, especially not the way he used to with with the the hospital blood. You know, mm -hmm. he was even kind of weak then. Yes. He, he couldn't compel people as well, mm -hmm. but I still feel like um, he's just, he's like fasting in a way. Mm -hmm. That's what I feel. And he's getting live blood from people like he drank that biker dude. Yes. And at least, you know, at least that way he's a little bit stronger because mm -hmm. it's live as opposed to the hospital blood mm -hmm. in the in the pouches. Yeah, but if he was rolling that dice on, on that one, what's the chances that he's going to be sick now well uh if he was deaf if he got sick that would really suck because one of the <laughs> best characters would be gone from the series uh however i, I really don't think like he's going to be getting sick you know it's no. just i'm surprised though i felt like everybody got the flu mm -hmm. but i have a good explanation for the biker oh i'm gonna help the writers out with their explanation <laughs> and our fans mm -hmm. so i feel like because it's a biker dude mm -hmm. this guy is like represents like a subculture of American society mm -hmm. and he probably doesn't contact as many people right. because he's like just sticking with his like biker groupers mm -hmm. you know his bar his place that he goes to all the time mm -hmm. and people kind of stay away from him because mm -hmm. he looks scary look at the guy yeah he was gigantic he had all these tattoos all over him tattoos on big guys like that are pretty scary or maybe he's just so strong and tough and eats so healthy that he just has such a good immune system that he never got the flu that's a really because good point. Because not every single person got sick, because there are people who never got sick. Very true. So, so anyway, he's he's been rolling the dice, mm -hmm. and uh, we find out he's going to get clean blood. Uh, I'm really glad. <laughs> I'm glad that <laughs> he's going to be doing that, and uh -huh. I'm interested to see how it's going to happen. It, how, how is he going to convince this kid? Like, Do you mm -hmm. think he's going to compel him? I don't know. He's not really the compelling, but he may be desperate enough now to live since Sally gave him the, the will to live back. Do you, I think it would be so weird. How is he going to compel him through the glass? Is he going to maybe if he doesn't compel him, is he going to offer the kid a choice? Is he going to give him something he wants and say, hey, dude, that, I'm going to come clean. I'm a vampire. I need your blood. Well, maybe he'll just be like, OK, we're doing some tests. We need to draw blood from you. And but then just take a pint here and there. Take a whole pint from the kid, this skinny kid who's like in, in a sterile room and he never goes out. I think a pint would really hurt him. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. I guess we'll see. Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess we will see. And something that our fans should go and see and download is our iTunes podcast. Go to iTunes and in the search bar, go ahead and type in Being Human. And we're like one of the first podcasts that come up. Well, so Good. Alphabetical. Yeah, it, well, I don't know. I don't think it's out there. There's no, uh, there's not that many being human podcasts out there. Oh, We're right, one right. of the few. Yes. And um, so go ahead and rate and comment. Give us five stars. Um, tell a friend because it only takes a minute, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I actually have some shout-outs to do for some of our fans uh, on YouTube. Rashad0026, um, thank you for your comment. And uh, he noticed that, yes, there have been large ellipses between mm -hmm. the episodes. Um, and he points out that in... Um, and this is a spoiler, actually. Okay. Uh, he says, at some point, 
uh, Liam captures and tortures Aiden. So it's going to get crazy later on. And he saw this, um, according to the trailers and teasers, that right. was shown pre-season. Right. So that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Rashad. Yes. And uh, lastly, I have a comment from uh, Ryan Whittleson, who says, Good to see a being human... Um, good to see that you guys got a being human after show i agree with um i agree with you ryan so um very much wanted to do it last year and um i'm happy to be with you here now and katarina and me are both happy to be yeah. here and it's like i've been going on about this show forever saying you know you have to watch it you have to watch it you know because the premise some people think it's a little bit silly you know a vampire and a werewolf and a ghost living together and that's what i thought until i watched one episode and saw how fantastically well it was written and acted and i was just hooked Oh yeah, same thing with me. I saw the um, the pilot uh, for season one, obviously, and mm-hmm. then I just and I watched it on Netflix Instant Watch. I just got drawn in, mm-hmm. and I couldn't stop. And that was that was when the whole season was already available mm-hmm. on there. So it it was it was amazing, yeah. and uh, I I couldn't wait to see season two. And mm-hmm. once season two came out, I just I bought every episode on Vudu. Yeah, and then and now I'm buying the episodes right now on uh, on iTunes. So right. it's it's a great nice. great show. Nice. Um, let's talk about Nora's dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. So what did you think about how her family reacted when everybody went there? Well, it was interesting because the, the dad obviously didn't have much of a reaction at all. He was um, basically catatonic on the couch. He was that, typ- that that stereotypical guy on the couch with his hands in his pants, even though it wasn't physically in his pants. But, yeah. you know, that idea of the, hey, woman, bring me a beer, that sort of guy. And then the mom just being really sweet and but just completely downtrodden and then yeah. it was yeah. kind of it was kind of depressing like yes. them going in there and seeing how their family is it mm-hmm. was just like wow her dad's a couch potato her mom's like under the dad's thumb even mm-hmm. though he doesn't do anything yes and the brother's hitting on a 15 year old girl yep so <laughs> well how old was the brother that's what uh, I'm we, wondering we don't know actually he doesn't seem that much older well if she's got to be in her early to mid twenties like mm-hmm. Nora. He's probably just, he's probably in his early 20s, mm-hmm. you know, if, if he's, you know, able to buy beer and stuff. That's true. Which it looked That's like he true. was. So he's yes. got to be 21 uh-huh. and up. True. And so he's hitting on a, a mm-hmm. six, 15, 16 year old girl. Yes. And like, and like Josh put it, you know, practically pinned her down on the bed later on in mm. the in the episode. Yes. Right. Albeit she welcomed it. Yeah, she did. You're, that's very true. But, you know, she's a troubled youth, and yeah. I guess he's a troubled kid, too, because he's still living at home with his parents, true. using using the dial-up internet and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I thought it was really interesting, and it was, like, such an ambiguous response, getting over to um, the father, Robert, I guess mm-hmm. is his name. Um, when Josh asked for permission to mm-hmm. have Nora's hand in marriage, mm-hmm. like, his response was, you know what they say, look at the mom yes and, and i was gonna bring that up too because the thing is the mom is the nice one and he's the one that you wouldn't want to be and he's basically making it out like well look at the bad cars i got dealt with he's actually the one who needs improving yeah that's it, it was so weird like mm. it, it was that was messed up you know of yeah. him to say something like that but it was just like out of all the things he could say he had to say that and yeah. it obviously it was just it totally turned josh off mm-hmm. but let's fast forward a little bit and then he he tells everybody about it afterwards clearly the father robert he must have told yeah 
he must have told at least RJ and mm-hmm. probably his wife. Mm-hmm. And then RJ brings it up to Nora, and it's like, what? Josh didn't even tell Nora yet. He didn't get the yeah. opportunity to. Yeah. So it just turned into a messed up situation. Totally. But how adorable of Josh to want to do that. Yeah. Even after he saw how the day went and how the dad was sitting on the couch, he still asked him because that was important to him. Yeah. Yeah. You're um, absolutely right. And. Oh, so many uh, crazy things happened mm-hmm. with them. But um, what else happened? We had... Well, whilst they were there, um, Nora told Josh about Bryn. That was a big revelation. That was a big revelation. Because obviously we were wondering about, you know, what happened to her. And especially since Liam showed up on the last episode. And know, he was asking, like, where is my yes, daughter? exactly. And so clearly Nora lied to him in the mm-hmm. storage unit. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually didn't think she was lying about Bryn, but we knew yeah. she was lying about uh, Connor. about Connor. Yes. But holy crap, she mm-hmm. killed Bryn too. And it, it again, another huge ellipse. Like it didn't even show us, you know, mm-hmm. the audience off screen. And there wasn't even like a flashback. I think maybe it was better that there wasn't a flashback. Mm-hmm. But it was kind of like, even though it was like a good piece of information that we needed, mm-hmm. it felt like. Uh, it, it felt like it was kind of an- unsatisfactory to me. Mm. Like it was anticlimactic. Like she she says this, and then yeah. it, it's just like her and Josh are sharing this this tender moment, you mm-hmm. know. And he he's like telling her he still loves her, and it doesn't matter. La la la. Yeah. And again, he was a. I was a little confused. Maybe you can clear it up for me, because I thought she said that they had an argument like a couple of days before the turn that she wanted to because she wanted to bring this guy in as like a plaything or whatever yeah and they had the argument two days before so did they have to fight two days before or did they not fight until the actual turn that's a really good question and i have no idea because, because then she would have <laughs> killed her in human form and not as a wolf and which, i think it's which, worse if she killed her in human yes. form it's definitely it's she's losing more of her humanity doing mm-hmm. that yeah which i find hard to you know, fathom even even knowing her sort of her dark instincts and whatever. But even I pictured it, you know, them fighting as wolves and her sort of doing it inadvertently. But at the same time, it confused me that she said we had this argument two days before the turn. It was it was interesting when she was talking about that. How she said she, uh, about the guy, the victim that they mm-hmm. had in the car with mm-hmm. them. And she said Bryn wanted to play with him like a mouse. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it have been more appropriate to say cat because they're wolves? You know, they're like dog-like, <laughs> you know, so. as opposed to a cat and a mouse <laughs> euphemism. So that was kind of Yeah, silly. but cats can give wolves a run for their money. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that, oh, okay. I got, I got you now. I got what you're referring to. Okay. So um, uh, let's let's talk a little bit about Erin. Mm-hmm. So she she was kind of like... Well, the only thing that she did that stood out in this episode, um, a couple of things, actually. She was the one who voiced the concern about the dysfunctionality mm-hmm. of Nora's family. She was like, wow, even your family's way more messed up than me. Right. And that was funny because I, I feel like that's a total teenager thing to say, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's thinking it, but the teenager is the one who has to bring it up, right? Yes, and actually say it. Yeah. And she was also the one who um, suggested to Sally to get a new identity. That's She's right. a little more streetwise, I guess, than everybody else, despite that, her young years. That's a very good point. And sp- speaking of being streetwise, how is it that she's able to stay away from, like, the, the local government? Because mm-hmm. she was a foster kid. She was being moved from home to home. True. Like, what, 
did Josh and Nora adopt her? Mm-hmm. Did they foster her? Because if they did, there must have been paperwork. There yes. must be a social worker visiting the house. But I don't think that it ended up that way, right? No, because they talked about it like they didn't want to officially do it. I mean, because Josh even brings it up. He goes, what, did we adopt a 15-year-old now? So they obviously didn't formally do it. But you're right. I mean, somebody would come and check on her or be looking for her, at least. Yeah, it must be at least several days to even a week. Mm-hmm. after when Aaron was, like, introduced to them, mm-hmm. right? So, I, you know, it's it's just so funny because if she did have a social worker, mm-hmm. imagine a social worker visiting the house, like, mm-hmm. at least once a month, you yes. know, and seeing the dysfunctionality that's going <laughs> on in there, seeing a, a vampire mm-hmm. and two wolves living with a human and all this crazy stuff. A, a, yeah, but they wouldn't know that. Well, the party they would probably... yeah not be too happy about yeah but the other thing that she brought up to sally too was when sally said well what what am i supposed to do you know everybody i see you know that i knew dies and i can't go out and then she goes well just leave and it never occurred to sally before that she could leave boston you know and all being human fans are going no don't leave no we don't want to lose sally but that is the most logical thing to do and that never occurred to anybody before this you know what i feel like it would actually be interesting if Sally did leave for one episode mm-hmm. and everybody's wondering where she is and then she comes back. Mm-hmm. Like she has kind of like a little self-discovery thing and yeah. she comes back. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe she goes off and she sees someone who she knew from childhood mm-hmm. or thought she was dead in another city and then she's like, oh, I can't, I can't help it. You know, right. no matter where I go, I'm going to yeah. hurt people. Mm-hmm. That would be interesting if that happened. That would, yes. But uh, let's... Maybe, maybe her oh. and Aiden will run off together. Oh, maybe they will, <laughs> with their little romance. Yes. Uh, let's talk about the ABTV, After Buzz TV store really mm. quickly. So um, if you want to go online to our website, AfterBuzzTV.com, and go ahead in the, the top left area, like like near the top, you know, not quite. You know, it's kind of like the second banner uh, on the left side. Click on that, and it's the ABTV store. And you go there, and then you can see we got a bunch of cool stuff over there. We have uh, sweaters, mugs, T-shirts, and a variety of each thing. We have bags, too, like reusable bags for you guys to use when you like go out shopping or whatever at mm-hmm. the at fresh and easy or wherever you go um in particular i would love to get this one sweater i see on there it's like this awesome like gray looking sweater right marissa you know which one i'm yeah. talking about yes i do <laughs> i want that one the most expensive one on there <laughs> well, you have to get check it. it out so you guys should go ahead and check that out and and buy some of our stuff if you want a piece of AfterBuzz tv yes. at your home and let's talk about the last topic. So mm-hmm. Sally tries to get a new identity. Mm-hmm. So um, you mentioned earlier, Kat, yes. that um, Aaron brought up the, oh, why don't you just run away? Oh, why don't you get mm-hmm. a new identity? So she's throwing all these things out at Sally. Mm-hmm. And Sally finally latches onto one, right? Right. So what what was it that... Um, well, she goes to the funeral home yeah. and starts looking at dead babies, basically, to see if she can, you know take the identity of a baby that just passed away and to pass herself off as that person, I guess. Yeah, so she wanted to get the paperwork Mm -hmm. for that child, get the social security number and all the information, because then it's like, oh, okay, now I can use, now I can legally work. And we're we're wondering about that. It's like Josh (laughs) and Nora are the only people in the house working. Mm -hmm. But then... And Josh brought that up, too. And he did. I thought of you when that happened. Yeah, that was really funny, right? Uh So he does that, and... um, 
he brings it up and it kind of plants a seed, I guess, in Josh's mind. He doesn't bring it up to Sally. No. But Sally takes care of it on her own because she feels mm-hmm. guilty. She's like, you know what? I can't go out anywhere. Mm-hmm. I can't do anything. I can't leave. I can't travel. I can't rent or like buy anything. Mm-hmm. I need a job. She needs money. She needs yeah. cash. So she tries to do that baby thing. And, and that was the idea from Aiden, by the way, right? Because Aiden at the... Um, she was questioning him mm-hmm. about, oh, since you vampires live so long, like you can't possibly have the same identity. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So she got that idea from him she went to go like look through the papers and max finds her yes right he yes, interrupts he her mm-hmm. and what what was his reaction to that well he's he supports her she comes clean and then he offers her a job right and that was yeah that was interesting mm. and i think it really shows how sweet he is on yes. her and i feel like they are more li- even though her and Aiden have been touching a lot mm-hmm. I feel like it's really likely that Max and her are going to have something mm-hmm. especially because they're going to be working together now yes they're going to be sharing a lot more time and that will keep her in Boston too that will keep her in Boston mm-hmm. so she doesn't have to run away no. like sleeping with the enemy style like she says <laughs> so um, that was pretty funny mm-hmm. any other thoughts on Sally getting a ni- new identity hmm I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe she'll get plastic surgery, too, so people won't recognize her. Would that help? If she sees someone that she knew before, but they <laughs> don't recognize her, would that, I mean, would that help if she had a different look? I feel like she's going to be pretty enclosed anyway in the funeral home. Mm. Like, maybe she won't really go out too much anyway. Maybe not, no. Maybe not. Yeah. yeah. She's going to explain all that to Max. Yeah. I wonder... Maybe she'll come clean. Mm-hmm, maybe she will. I wonder if maybe even her being intimate with Max mm-hmm. might do something to him, too. Because Perhaps. Because of, like, her corpse or her spell mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So. Well, maybe he'll understand better because he's already around death all the time. So perhaps he has a an affinity with it that makes it easier for him to, to bridge that gap. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. You're, you're probably right about that. Before we go... Um, into news and gossip, I actually uh, forgot to mention the Serial Buddies movie that Maria Menounos um, and Kevin Undergaro have for their newest venture. And Kevin Undergaro, he wrote it, he directed it, and and Maria's uh, she's starring in it. Uh, she has a really funny role, <laughs> and I got to screen it. So it's a it's a funny film, good movie. My my personal favorite in the movie is uh, uh, the actor John Gion Gion J. Gian. Gian Molina. That guy is so hilarious. He's on, like, Funny or Die. Mm-hmm. And he's in Maria and, and Kevin's movie, uh, Serial Buddies. So check it out. You can go into uh, go to YouTube and type in Serial Buddies trailer. And uh, it's the first serial killer buddy comedy. Mm. It's pretty hilarious. Christopher Lloyd's in it, too. So is it just the trailer you can watch, or is there some way you can watch the whole movie, too? It's just the trailer right now. Okay. Um I feel I, I don't know when it's going to be released. It probably says it in the trailer actually, but I got to screen the whole film. So well, it's, lucky you, VIP, oh, sure no. Ah, just a little <laughs> bit, cat. Um, anyway, let's go ahead and move into news and gossip. Now. Oh yes. Afterbuzz TV News. That's the second time you got <laughs> you got scared by the little explosion there. And then I break the table last time. <laughs> I love that. I love the kablamo. I'm so used to. It. I'm desensitized now because I've been doing so many shows. But um, news and gossip. So earlier this week, Sam Witwer, aka Aiden, did a Q and A on Reddit.com, 
and uh, he answered tons of questions, uh, including one of the following, which caught my curiosity. A fan asked, uh, are we going to see an intimate relationship between Aiden and Sally? Ah, there you go. And we've been discussing we that. We have been. Right? Mm-hmm. So um, he... Um, to which he responded, and I'm paraphrasing with this one because his response was like a paragraph long. Right. Uh, one never knows. If one does happen, expect it to be very different from that relationship between Annie and Mitchell. And I take that as being Annie and Mitchell are like the ghost and the vampire from the UK version uh, of being human. Oh, because they do have one, is that right? I guess oh, so. Okay, so people have been watching that show and taking ideas from that perhaps yeah yeah oh yeah and it's the same i think it's the same writer uh is it toby whitehouse Mm -hmm. who did who developed it he did it for uh the uk version and he developed it for the u.s version um but i actually wanted to show you something and maybe show our fans something if if they can Mm -hmm. see this okay so here's um an instagram this is an instagram of aiden touching sally jealous and here, if, if our fans can see it, you guys can go on to Instagram and just type in being human, uh, hashtag being human US. And you can find this, um, you can find this little Instagram photo of pretty much like in the last season when mm-hmm. Sally is still a ghost. Um, Aiden tries touching her, yes, right? Yes, Aiden yes, tries yes. touching her and it's, it, he goes through her, obviously. He can't yeah. touch her. But then in this season, mm-hmm. he's touching her so much. Yeah. They're touching, they're holding yeah. hands he, yeah. intimately, too. Yeah. And um, this this was uploaded by sumo underscore fan. Right. And it got a comment. It got quite a few likes mm-hmm. and a comment from Sam Loves Adam. They so should date. Mm. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Everyone's picking up on it. Absolutely. It's inevitable. And I think, let me see, did I have one more thing to talk about? Uh, I think that's about it. So let's go ahead and move into predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Ooh, that one was a little bit louder than usual, Marissa. <laughs> uh, so my prediction, I got, I'm light on predictions this week, mm-hmm. but I feel like, uh, we, we discussed this a little bit earlier, but mm-hmm. I feel like Sally will date Max. Right. They're going to be so close together. They're going to be working a lot. And you can you can so tell that both of them are sweet on each other. You know? Yes, but it's a different kind of... It's not like the passion between her and Aiden. That's right. She hasn't mounted Max yet. <laughs> no, that's true. But maybe the thing between Sally and Aiden is a little bit forbidden with them too because they've been roommates and they're coming from a totally different... It's not like they've met and they're interested. It's... You know, they've developed this close friendship, so they would maybe be a little bit tentative about pursuing it. Yeah, Plus, you know, them both being undead, and it's weird, but... It might I don't be know. better. I still, I still, I don't know. I, I, I feel Sally and Aiden. You feel like they're going to hook up more? Yes. Did you Look have, at my prediction. I feel that. That's your prediction. <laughs> that's you my prediction. Did you have any other predictions besides that? Well, something's going to happen with RJ and Aaron. Since, and Aaron. Yeah, since she flew the nest, as it were. And I don't know whether she's going to, you know, perhaps they would run away together I or something. Maybe she'll turn him Ooh, by mistake. Wow. That's a really good prediction. And, oh, man, if, if that happens, we're going to have a huge pack of wolves yes. and only one vampire. Yeah. <laughs> but I still think that there's more vampires still out there. I can't see how every single one's like wiped out and Aiden's the only one. It's going to be like in The Last Unicorn when 
she travels and she finds a herd and they've been taken away to sea and she brings them back. It's going to be something like there's going to be pockets of vampires somewhere that Aiden's going to end up finding somehow. I think you're right. And um, I feel like Aiden, next next episode, he's we're going to see him drinking from the kid somehow. Mm-hmm. Hopefully we don't have a huge ellipse, but I predict there's going to be a big ellipse. Yes. Because that's the way they've been doing it yes. this season. And then Nora and Josh. Well, I don't feel as much anymore that Josh will turn back. Uh, you know what? I, I actually feel like he, you were right with that prediction. I feel like he probably will turn back, at least by the end of the season, mm-hmm. because... Uh, you know what? If he does that, though, it's going to be... He won't be able to uh, be a human again because no. then he would have to... Who would... Well, actually, he would have to kill the person who turned him in. Hopefully, it's not Nora. No, that's so, true. So we'll see. Yes, and now they're going to adopt a baby for reals. Like they were implying the, the Ugandan baby. Yeah, the Ugandan <laughs> baby. Perhaps, perhaps an American one. Who knows? Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that wraps it up for us. That is our show, and uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us here at AfterBuzz TV for our after show of Being Human. Again, you can always uh, hit us up on Twitter at AfterBuzz TV. You can find us on Facebook, Facebook.com/AfterBuzzTV, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sean Austin O. And you can follow me on Twitter at Katarina's Infamy. Thank you very much, guys. We'll see you next week. See you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 